Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Maggie. And we are... Hopefully awesome. That's right. A positive place on the internet where we nerd out about all the geeky things we love. And today's geeky thing is... Smallsville. Smallsville. We did it. Smallsville. We actually came we up with it. a good intro. Welcome to Smallsville. Welcome to Going Back to Smallsville. Uh, this is our weekly podcast where me and Maggie recap and rewatch every episode of Smallville week by week, episode mm-hmm. by episode. We are about halfway through season two and it's been pretty good so far. If this is your first time checking us out, hey, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy your time here at Hopefully Awesome. We hope it is a positive, nerdy, fun experience for you. <laughs> That's our tagline. Yeah. But enough crap, Maggie. We're going back to Smallville. That's right. We are we are back at it again, everyone. Uh, today, we are talking about Smallville Season 2, Episode 15. Now, last week I said it was Episode 13, <laughs> I think, at the beginning of the episode. So, yeah. last week was actually Episode 14. So, this week is now Episode 15. Yeah. Just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. So, Episode 15. I like it. Are you going to show that to the camera? Uh, there you go. Yeah. Boom. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so we are on episode, season two, episode 15, Prodigal. Mm. Yes. Uh, that is episode 36 overall. Original air date was February 11th, 2003. That's right. We are still in the February sweeps. Super Bowl. Written by, and uh, and I actually did something here, Maggie. I Uh-oh. did not tell you this, that I did this. Uh-oh. Written by Brian Peterson and Kelly Souders. All right. Whose previous episode credits include... Nocturne and Skinwalker. Hey. Look at that. Look at that. Now I can actually keep track. Uh, and as a side note, I don't know if I'm going to say this every time they're on here, but uh, since we're actually talking about their history of Smallville, uh, Brian Peterson, Todd Slavgen, Darren Swimmer, and Kelly Souders become the heads of Smallville after mm. season seven. And in season nine, Brian and Kelly become the showrunners for the rest of the series. Uh, so the two that wrote this episode become showrunners show for season nine and ten. Uh, directed by... Greg Beeman, that's ah, right. The Beam Beeman himself. You know, it's, it's a banger. When you see the old B-Man gonna be on there, you know you got yourselves a banger. <laughs> all right. Uh, previous episode credits for Greg Beeman include Hothead, Jitters, Leech, Tempest, Vortex, Lineage, and Prodigal. Mm. This episode that we are now watching. Uh, yeah, that one's going to get really long, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, I figure. I feel like, I want to say that Greg Beeman goes down to like one episode a year and like at a certain point, and then I believe he did the series finale, I believe, if I'm not okay. mistaken. But anywho, right. uh, so yes, this is the Prodigal episode A Smallville. That's right, everybody. So buckle up. We're going, we're going for a ride. All right. Uh, and where's that ride taking us to, Maggie? Going back to Swallow. Nope. Edge City. Oh. Yeah. You got to get out of the way. Get out of the way. Because you can fall off the edge. How dare you. <laughs> a young man is playing poker in a CD hall in mm-hmm. Edge City. Edge yeah. City. His partner, Dirk. Is in the rafters using surveillance cameras to help him cheat by photographing the other players' cards. When security discover the cheaters, a gunfight erupts. Oh, man. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck. I should have never left Damon back at the house. Uh, He'd really come in handy right about now. I miss you, Boone. Because my name's Stefan. Yep. Not so it's the guy. It's the guy from Vampire Diaries. Uh, no. You know, uh, as a as a side note, uh, back when we used to do pre and post shows for Smallville, yeah. one of our first episodes that we ever recorded, uh, the news broke that that uh, this guy was going to be playing Kirk in Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Yeah, and I talked about it on Smallville and told Maggie that it had nothing to do with Smallville, but this whole time, it did. Think about it. What a butthole. Look at that. You know, <laughs> Maggie, the amount of times that I've said something that I that you thought was nothing that actually was something, let me just say, you, it could fill a bonder. I uh, could be rich. I could have made money off of this. Off of me? Yeah. How? Just all the times you told me. I'm confused. <laughs> all right. So, 
the dude uh, <laughs> leaves on a motorcycle. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm leaving. <laughs> but the thugs are close behind him. And then, oh, oh no, he slips and stumbles. Oh, and he's nearly overtaken. But then a black town car stops right in front of him. Door flies open. And it's Lucas Lex Kent or Clark. <laughs> shit, Lex Luther. I don't know why the hell I said Kent. I don't know. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Lex Luther shows up in a black town car and stops in front of him. Lex invites him to get inside. He says, "Luke, Lucas, I am your brother. Get in. Cool. Come Let's with go. me. Come with me if you want to live." And then he hops in the car. And they get the hell out of there. Let's go and pray. God bless Remy Zero. You God know, bless them. They've been riding this song straight to hell for 20 years. All right. Like, they never had to make another song. No. And they're millionaires. Just like uh, the Rembrandts. Do you know who the Rembrandts are? Oh, the Friends song. There it is. Boom. All right. So now. We come back, it's the next morning, and we are at the Talon. Caca! Clark walks into the Talon, and Lana's like, hey, Clark, sorry we're not open yet, but I've got, I've got a cup of pot of coffee already on there yeah. if you want one. And Clark's like, well, you know, Lana, I'm actually not here for coffee. I'm here for something else. And she's like, what? Oh, he you says, need some help. This. And he holds up the help wanted sign. Fucking Clark. God damn it. And it's the next, the day after he gave her the rose and pizza. Literally the next day. Because the rose hasn't decayed any in the trash can. Like, bro, what are you doing? Here's my question. All right. This is the next day. Yeah. So that means that when Clark was apologizing that Lex was picking up Lucas. Lucas. (laughs) And like, I'm trying to remember where Lex was during all of that. Well, he demanded that the the scientists give Clark unfettered access. Yeah, so maybe like, maybe at that time, like he was at the mansion. Yeah, and he told that dude, and then he got a phone call. You know, your hey, brother's brother, in Edge City. You know, yeah, your brother's in Edge City, and he's like, I gotta go. Mm. Maybe he left that from there. Yeah, I, I guess that can happen. I, I mean, that. let's be honest. You know, the scientists probably not there super late. No, you know, no. I mean, maybe like let's say let's say six o'clock. You know, uh, everybody knows underground gambling doesn't really get cooking until about 2 a.m. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, plenty of time for Lex to get into Edge City, pick up Lucas, and come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I'd love to watch that deleted scene <laughs> that just bridges these two together. Oh, wow. You know? That'd be that'd be great. <laughs> just Lex riding in the back of a car. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I'd love I it. need to get to my brother. <laughs> Sorry, sir. We just don't want to drive off the edge my joke and uh (laughs) clark asks lana for a job and she's reluctant because he doesn't quote have the best track record for keeping appointments uh rightfully rightfully so she's a business owner here's the thing lana 100 right in this entire situation okay yes at no point is it a good idea for her and clark to be working together and i mean not even just like relationship stuff like he legit can't be on time anywhere. Like, listen, when I worked in the fast food industry, okay, the number one most important thing was that you were there. Yes. All right. It didn't Same matter how. Retail, man. Didn't matter how good you were. Didn't matter if you could make, you know, 1,100 pizzas in like four seconds. Didn't matter. If you weren't there, you got fired. That was just, that was it. No call, no show. Uh, boom, you're gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I just... I love Clark. But Clark, bruh. Like, come on. Don't do it, man. This is just bad. This is a bad move. Yes, it is. Like, do you think he's he's doing this because he actually needs money? Or do you think he's doing this just to get close to Lana? He's doing it to get close to Lana. And see, that's even worse. Yes, it is. That's that's problematic. And the fact that Lana... Well, we'll get onto it, but... Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, it's just problematic. Yeah. You know? Like, this is halfway stalking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. All right. And like... Dude, you're not going to have any time to, to tell her anything. Yeah. Like, All of your spare time's going to be wait on working. And true. then when you're not working, you're going to be at your dad's farm uh, uh, catching, up, catching up on any chores you messed out yeah. on. 
I mean, let's be honest. The last thing anybody wants while they're fucking running from table to table and they're all sweaty and smell like, I guess, fucking beans is to be hit on. <laughs> you yes. know? Like, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know? I agree. I mean, I don't know. Uh, being a teenager in the fast food industry, maybe it's a little bit different. Uh, I mean, I know, like, when I was, there were some times that, you know, we'd dick around and stuff. But, I mean... Like, most of the time, like, you know, we were just working. Yeah. You know, we didn't get to just, like, go make out in the back. <laughs> At <laughs> no, least I didn't. I did know a few people that uh, did do that. No, though. that didn't happen where I worked at first. Let's time. just say the deep freezer, things got real. All right. <laughs> what happened in the deep freezer stays in the deep freezer. Ew. Unless I talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Uh, she was reluctant. Um, he doesn't have the best track record. And she suggests that maybe he should try the hardware store. Mm-hmm. And Clark is like, ouch, that was harsh. Yeah. And then he looks down and what? What's that in the rubbish bin? Mm, a rose. The rose that he gave her. So it's the next day. Lana looks sheepish mm-hmm. and tries to cover by offering mm-hmm. him an application mm-hmm. after all. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's like, all right, you know what? That was a bit harsh here. Go ahead and fill out an application, Clark. Now we go back to Luther Corp in Metropolis. What are you singing? Seal. Oh, kiss my wrist. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'm jamming out. Da, 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 but did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large and the light the new shine can be seen? Baby, oh, it. Jesus loves marijuana <laughs> and drinking human blood. community oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> best version of the song uh anyway we're back at luther corp i don't know the sound for luther and corp. lex arrives <laughs> at lionel's office and uh lionel is just on the phone he's like i don't give a fuck how many clocks that fucker wants to to buy get him here in metropolis and he gotta get a goddamn vote and then lex walks in and oh, I was like, ah, Lex, my, oh, boy. my boy, Lex, ah, I should have known you from the foul <laughs> stench coming in this room. Mm. Ah, and who's, who's that you got there with who's you? Who's here? Who's that young boy? <laughs> who's <laughs> here? Lex. And Lex introduces him to Lionel as his son, Lucas. Lionel embraces him lovingly. And he says, Lucas, is that you? Is that you, is that my you? boy? I thought you were dead. Your your mother told me that you were dead. Oh, Lucas, I'm so sad. I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> and a pang of jealousy crosses Lex's face. Uh. Lex asks Lionel why he told him Lucas was dead when, in fact, he was alive and well. And Lionel says, I, I, his mom told me he was dead. That's all I knew. Uh, but Lex correctly guesses that Lionel knew Lucas was alive the whole time. Lionel sends Lucas out. He's like, Lucas, me and your brother have to yes. have a talk. Go down to the, the dining hall. My chef will make you any fucking thing you want. Anything. And he's like, can they make a peanut butter pal's milkshake? And he's like, well, I don't know what that is, but sure, knock yourself out. And he's like, all right, fucking A. And he goes down there. <laughs> he's like, just wait until I tell Damon about this. And then oh my God, Lex, really, man. The whole time. All right, come on. I'm not the only one. Okay. Uh, so then Lex and Lionel start talking, and Lionel remarks that Lex has probably welcomed Lucas so warmly because he just turned 18. Mm-hmm. So he is entitled to the vital 10% of Luther Corp stock that is needed to vote Lionel out of power. Uh, he realizes Lex is staging a coup. Oh, no. And he's like, Lex, I am so tired of all your attempts at mutiny. And he says, Dad, you have no idea what I'm, what I'm capable of. <laughs> and you, it was either a mutiny or walk the plank. And I said, you fucking swim, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. 
cold cocks him. Golly. Right there. Punches him in the temple. Wow. Lionel goes down like a sack of shit. And he regains his sight. Like, <laughs> like throws <laughs> middle fingers and says, fuck you, I'm out, and leaves. <laughs> now we're back at the Talon. <laughs> Chloe drops in for some coffee. And then starts just, you know, looking through applications. Hello. That like, could probably, back then, probably have people's social security number on it. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely like a super violation yeah. of like privacy practices yeah. and stuff. But whatever. Whatever. Um, and then Lana says, you work with, uh, oh, wait, and, sorry. Chloe sees Clark's application. She's like, Clark Kent wants to work here? And Lana's like, yeah. And she's like, well, are you going to hire him? And she's like, I don't know. You work with him at the torch. Isn't it strange supervising your friend? And Chloe says, are you kidding? Bossing around Clark is the highlight of my day. Besides, he always comes through, even if it's in his own special Clark time. Yeah. And Lana says, yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about. Mm. And then Lana says, she's not going to hire him. And Chloe guesses, is it because you're afraid that he won't show up? Or is there another reason you don't want to be together mm. with him? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So now we're at the Kemp farm. Mm. Clark and Pete are playing on basketball. Oh, like, box yeah. out. <laughs> box out. Box out. Hey, Pete, I could bash box your out. head in with the ball. No, that was Clark. Oh, it was Clark? Yeah. Oh. He, Clark, here's the one thing about Clark. He knows his fundamentals. He knows his fundamentals. <laughs> he knows his fundamentals. All right. Did he learn it from Airbud? How fucking dare you? <laughs> All right. Smallville Elementary has a very proper gym class, okay? Okay. And Coach Teague <laughs> just takes care of him. Uh, who's Coach Teague? Who is Coach Teague? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's something from something. Well, can, do you care to Google Coach, Coach Teague, Teague for me? Okay. It's got to be from something. Something from something. It's something from something. And uh, Lex arrives to see the boys uh, playing grab ass with each other. And uh, out pops Lucas in his cool leather jacket. And... What? What is it? What is it? I don't think I was supposed to see that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And so, uh, let's see. <laughs> Pete invites him to play some basketball. And then Clark asks Lex how he's alive. Uh, how is... <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Lucas. Lucas. How is Lucas alive? And Lex is like, listen... He's been uh, he's been alive this whole time. I believe my dad was trying to keep him uh, keep him a secret mm. from me. I uh, didn't want me to have my own brother. And then about two weeks ago, finally got a track on him, followed him mm. all the way to Edge City. Blah, bada bing, bada boom, boom. bada bing, and he's now back. And then Clark asks if Lucas can stay a little longer uh, because Lex has to suddenly go uh, after he gets a page. Yeah, he's like something's going on at the bank, guys. I got to take care of it. And then Lucas sticks around, and they continue their game and mm -hmm. chit chat. And Pete mentions how Clark and Lex are like brothers. brothers. That's right. And Lucas says he grew up all over the place and not having any parents has made him strong and independent. And then Clark and Lucas's game gets more and more mm. intense as they try to show Let's each go. other up. And Let's go, man. Yeah, you know, you got Lucas shooting and fucking making it. And then he's like, come on, farm boy. Let's see what you fucking got, bitch. Yeah. And then Clark fucking... Uh, haymaker dunks yeah. the ball like just yeah like Over it's like i was head. watching nba jam like in live action or something you know and uh just slams the ball you know <sighs> and uh and then he's like oh, all right well fine i got this and then uh he's like pete's like hey let's, let's uh, take it down let's take it down a yeah. bit but then lucas is like come on clark show me what you got and tries to elbow him straight in the chest and then shatters his elbow. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you like, get. Ah, fuck. What? Sorry, man. You know, it's just a game, right? And Clark's like, whatever. And uh, the game ends. And he's like, hey, I need to get back to the mansion anyway. Uh, hey, can Pete, you give me a ride? And Pete's Pete, like, can yeah. Can you give me a ride? And Clark's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> get, forget you, Pete. So now we're at Lex's. <laughs> dad you don't know <laughs> what i'm capable of maggie how many times you have no idea what you i'm capable of no idea what i'm capable God. of lex storms into the library at the luther mansion furious that his accounts have been frozen lionel patiently explains that lex has put everything he owns in LexCore, which is now owned by luther Corps. so lex is now penniless mm. lionel coolly informs him that he wants him out of the mansion immediately Lex says, listen, Dad, you know what? It won't work 
because uh, you know, isn't this all futile, Dad? Mm. Me and uh, me and Lucas, we're gonna vote you out anyway. Here, and you know, when we throw the fucking vote later, yeah. so I mean, yeah. I'll be back here. So is this really worth it? And uh, then Lucas walks to the door and says, "I don't be so sure about that, Lex." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he says, uh, I'm siding with Lionel on this one. What? And uh, Lionel's like, ah. Yeah, smart, <laughs> smart boy. And so now we're at the Kents. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's that? There's a knock on the door. Uh-oh. Clark goes and opens the door, and it's Lex. Aww. Yeah, and Clark looks at Lex and like, hey, Lex, what are you doing here? And Lex has a suitcase in hand. And he's like, well, oh. my father uh, kicked me out of the mansion and he left me penniless. my money. And I was hoping that maybe, if it's not too much trouble, that I could <laughs> stay with you guys for a little Jonathan's bit. Jonathan's face Martha right and, here is the best. Yes. Martha and Clark immediately look at Jonathan, and Jonathan's like, you <sighs> got to be kidding me. Not enough that I got a fucking Clark here. <laughs> when the hell, Dad? I heard you. The hell am I gonna get some fucking tank? When is that gonna happen? I just, Never, I Jonathan. Just if you don't do this, <laughs> I just want some fucking pussy. It's been years, Jonathan. What? What, Every, Martha? Everybody can hear you. What? Everybody can hear you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lex, you can stay with us. That's that's fun. So now it's the next morning at the counts. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan is drinking a wow. <laughs> Jonathan's drinking out of his favorite cup of coffee. Says, uh, "Don't don't talk to me till I've had and my, my coffee." coffee. Uh. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> chuckling to himself as he looks through <laughs> the the window and he sees Lex in a like a knitted sweater, uh, wheelbarrow and some hay. He's like, <laughs> oh, I thought he's crying. <laughs> no, he's just, that's how he chuckles. Oh wow! Yeah, and then Clark comes down the stairs, and he he's did. like, uh, Jonathan admits that he is amused at seeing Lex do farm chores. And Clark's like, "Really, Dad? You gotta?" Yeah. You know, he's like, "What? He was up. He wanted to make himself useful." Mm-hmm. And Clark's like, "That's a bit much, even for you, Dad." He's like, "Listen, Clark." Lex shouldn't be left alone on the farm since he did that investigation on you for over a year, yeah. Clark. You remember that? And yeah, Clark's Dad. like, Dad, he said that was behind him. I trust Lex. And, La- and Jonathan is like, I'm serious, Clark. And Clark's like, fuck, whatever. So he goes out to the barn to help Lex. And Lex is like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No, no, no. No, I want to do this on my own, all right? Yeah. Uh, I used to spend summers on the ranch in Montana with my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone did their fair share. So I'm determined to prove to Jonathan that some Luthers pull their own weight. Ah. Clark's like, yeah, I get it, man. You show that farm fuck what's going on. <laughs> That's your dad you're talking about, Clark. <laughs> fuck you, Lex. <laughs> and so now we're at Lex's, a.k.a. Lucas's. And Lionel approach. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> Lucas's. Oh, yeah. Like, now it's Lucas's. I want to gamble. So Lucas just has a he has a TV and an Xbox. Yeah. And he's playing something. something. And uh Lionel wa- walks in and he's like, "Ah, son, uh can you can you turn it over? I got some paperwork for you to sign." Son. Oh, okay. Son and Lucas is like <laughs> whatever. I get a parent and, and he's annoying. Throws the goddamn controller on the ground. He's like, "Fuck." And, uh, you know, Lionel reminds him that he forgot to sign over his shares of the company as they agreed. Mm. And Lucas, you know, turns off the TV. He's like, yeah, well, uh, uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> Sorry. I was uh, to and he finally reveals that he knows the $10 million Lionel offered for the shares is substantially lower than what he's entitled to as his son. Yeah. Well, I was like, huh. I'm worth more than that. He's like, listen, uh, Lucas, uh, you know, don't, let's not get uh, delusions of grandeur here. <laughs> and Lucas reveals bitterness and animosity towards Lionel for failing to look for him before he turned 12. Lionel shrugs off his questions and insists he signs the agreement. Lucas like, all right, fine, I'll sign it. And then he writes down and he goes, he puts a big old bot me right there on the contract. And Lionel makes a face at the false signature. What? And then Lucas notices Lionel's visible reaction. Lionel stutters that he trusts him. Lucas like, you might want to get your lawyers to look at that. He's like, no, no, I'm sure it's it's all in order. Thank you, son. And then uh, Lucas says, hey, dad, one other thing. Catch. And Lionel's like, yeah. And he says, duck. 
And he throws a fucking pool ball at him, and Lionel drops to the ground. He's like, fuck, Lucas, you could have fucking killed me. And Lucas is like, how'd you know that I threw anything? He's like, what? He's like, you're not blind. I realized that you weren't blind when I first met you, and you poured a glass of water without placing a finger inside to know when it was full. You stupid, stupid man. And then Lionel takes his glasses off and smiles. <laughs> what do you want, Lucas? Lucas says he wants to inherit everything. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Blonde Lionel is no more. So now in a, in a sick, twisted twist of fate, <laughs> Lionel, uh, we have now moved Lionel's character to his next phase in what will be many phases of Lionel. All right. uh, does he get blonde again? I don't think so. Okay. But there's just, there's a lot of phases of Lionel Maggie. Okay. All right. Okay. There's a lot. Okay. Like Lionel is almost like the, uh, <laughs> the Wells character on the flash <laughs> where like every season is just a different version of the character. Oh my God. Except this is the same character the whole time. Okay. But he's just <laughs> like, it's just like, they didn't know what to do with him. So they just like <laughs> drastically change everything about him Let's about every six months or so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like making him blonde and then making him not be blonde anymore. Yeah. You know? That's great. Uh, and so we're back at the Talon. <laughs> Clark goes to the Talon and is surprised to learn that he got the job. Lana's like, yeah, you know, the editor of The Torch gave you a glowing recommendation. And all that's great. They're all excited until Lucas comes in and kills Clark's excitement by arriving and announcing that since he owns everything that Lex once owned, the talent is his. Mm. Lana tells him that her and Lex were partners, and Lucas says, yeah, we'll see about that. Bong. So now we go to the torch. <sighs> Clark meets Chloe at the torch. He's uh, He's got a coffee and a fucking bag bagel or some shit. Something like that. Fucking knows. Apple uh, pie. He, he thanks her for her recommendation. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, you know what? That's great. I already know about Lucas. <laughs> and she tells Clark that he's been in and out of foster homes since he never got adopted and has lived a hard life. Clark admits that he doesn't quite trust Lucas. And Chloe reveals that there were no prior records of Lucas, but his birth certificate suddenly mm. appeared two weeks ago, stamped by Metropolis United Charities. That's right, everybody. Muck has come back to play. Bum, bum, bum. It's at Clark's loft. Clark shows the, mm. the birth certificate to Lex. Lex realizes that Lionel wanted Lex to find Lucas, and the two of them have been working together to orchestrate mm. Lex's downfall. While I've been playing checkers, my dad has been, been playing, playing chess. Checkmate. We go to Lex's, a.k.a. Lucas's. I want to gamble. <laughs> he goes, oh, you're saying that as the yeah. name of the place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I didn't pick up on that. Sorry. No, no, it's good. I like it. <laughs> And uh, so he goes back to the mansion to confront Lucas and Lucas is in the library on a fucking ab machine or some shit. Yeah. And he's just working. Oh, he's, he's all sweaty. Pull, he's doing pull ups. He's just all sweaty and greased up and fucking just disgusting. All right. <laughs> like you look at him and you can just taste the Axe body spray. Ugh. All right. Oh, God. Yeah, right. smells so Told bad. Him. And then Lucas tells him that Lionel con contra contracted, contacted him three weeks ago. And Lex warns him to be careful of Lionel's games and threatens him by telling him to also be aware of his friends in Edge City. That's right. So now we go back to the Talon. <coughs> Lucas is just fucking pissed. So he goes down to the Talon and berates Clark for being late for his shift. And Lucas tells Lana to fire him. Lana's like, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me That's who to fire. That's not part of the agreement. And Lucas is like, well, I'll fucking fire you too. And Lana says, no, uh, the, our new partnership agreement doesn't allow that. You need to check the fucking legal work, bitch. <laughs> and he's like, fun. And he leaves in a huff. And then Clark goes after him. He's like, hey, just I'll do whatever you want. I'll quit. Just leave Lana, Lana out of it. And he's like, fuck you, Clark. But then, oh, what's that? <laughs> Uh, it's Dirk, Lucas's partner from Edge City. He arrives in the alley on a motorcycle what? and he pulls out an automatic gun. That's an right. SMG, an SMG, it looks uh, like. Yeah, well, it's a fully automatic. Uh, so it's a 
something. Uh, and so Lucas turns to run, and uh, Dirk is like, God damn you, Lucas! And shoots it off. And then Clark, super speed. He's like, oh, look, I can see the bullets. Oh, what should I do? I guess I should save him. Can't let anybody die, no matter who they are. And he starts batting away the bullets, you know, and then finally catches up to Lucas and throws him to the ground. But it turns out Clark got shot twice in the back. Mm. Yeah, and he's like, then we go back to normal speed. Uh, Dirk's like, oh, I guess I missed. I better leave. And so he leaves. (laughs) And uh, uh, Lucas looks at Clark. Doesn't even ask. Nope. Doesn't even ask. Like, how'd you do that? Doesn't care. He doesn't Mm. care. Nope. Doesn't. So the next day we're back at Lucas's. I want to gamble. <laughs> and Lionel counsels with Lucas. Lionel says, Lucas, I heard about last night. Well, you wouldn't be a Luther if somebody weren't trying to kill you. <laughs> 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 and then Lionel tells him that Lex will not go away without a fight. Lucas wonders if, instead of Lex, if it was actually Lionel who wants him out of the picture. Mm. Lionel assures him that Lucas has impressed him with the way he has stood up to him, a strength that Lex doesn't have. Lucas like, you're right. I am better than Lex. And so now we go back to the Talon again. <coughs> and Clark's working the shift. And uh, Chloe walks in and she's like, listen, Clark, uh, Lucas's would-be killer was caught by, mis- by uh, but mysteriously died during his police booking. Clark realizes that someone didn't want Dirk to talk and so he's like chloe listen you got to cover for me all right here i'll be right back and chloe's like no no no, 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 no. i serve coffee or i drink coffee i don't serve it clark clark and so now we're at the kemp farm lex thanks jonathan for letting him stay he's like jonathan you know what they say about uh fish and house guests after three days they need to leave yeah. or some shit i yeah, forget what they start to stink up the place there it is uh, and John's like, you know what, Lex? I gave you every single crappy farm job I could think of. But you did them all. You didn't complain. Not once. You would have made one hell of a farmer. Thanks, Mr. King. You're welcome back anytime, Lex. And they awesome. shake hands. And for the first time ever, we actually feel pretty good about the... Hallelujah. You know? And I think we leave it there. Yeah. Uh, except for the fact that Lucas comes up from behind and cold cocks Jonathan with a gun. Bam! <laughs> Knocks him down. And Lex is like, Lucas, no. No. And he's like, yeah, Lex, come here. Don't hurt new daddy. I want to suck your blood or something. What? What? Sorry. I'm I'm confused. I'm here too early. Listen, I'm too early. You got to save Lois Lane. (laughs) She's the key. You got (laughs) to. I'm doing Batman. I know you are. I know you are. God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so now we're back at Lucas's. Oh, what a gamble. Clark arrives at the mansion to confront Lionel about the contrivance of the whole Lucas situation. Lionel says, oh, Clark, I'm sorry. I meant to call and thank you for saving Lucas. <laughs> Your rescues are becoming a bit of a Luther family tradition. <laughs> and then uh, Clark's like, yeah, uh, Dirk fucking died. And he's like, well, people done, uh, you know, uh, police custody all the time, Clark. And he's like, yeah, but I think you didn't want you. him to talk. And Lionel's like, Clark, get the hell out of here. And also, say hello to your mother for me. Ooh, piece of shit, Lionel. Uh, And he gets a call from Lucas uh, asking for a meeting. Clark eavesdrops uh, and learns that the meeting will be in Lionel's office in Metropolis. And he's Mm. like, bingo, bingo, bungo, I'm there. (laughs) Dino DNA. (laughs) We had to Luther Corp. Lionel arrives at the meeting to see Lex tied to a chair and Lucas pointing a gun at him. Lionel pleads with Lucas to put the goddamn gun down, Lucas. And Lex realizes that Lionel is no longer blonde. (gasps) You son of a bitch, Dad! (laughs) Lucas points the gun at Lionel and he's like, you're not going to shoot me. uh, And you're not going to shoot Lex either. And he's like, no, you're right. And he gives Lionel another gun and Mm. says, you're going to kill Lex. You are. And Lex plays into Lucas's insecurities by pointing out that Lionel allowed Lucas to scrape by in foster care by preventing his adoption just to see how he'd turn out. God. Lucas, we're just a social experiment. One of us has everything. One of us has nothing. And he Uh. wants to see who turns out on top. He's fucking sick and twisted, Lucas. You don't want him. Be with me. Join me. Together we can rule the galaxy as brother and brother. What? The galaxy? That's goddamn right. 
And uh, Clark arrives to see everything going down. And so he climbs into a vent. And he's in the ceiling now. Uh, and when he is situated above the three Luthers, he looks down and he sees that Lucas has a gun held at both of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, right, I got to do something. And he burns Lucas's hand, causing Lucas to drop the gun. Lionel instantly begins shooting Lucas and says, you sweet, twisted son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's filled with blanks. blanks. Lionel then realizes that both sons set him up and are united against him. Uh. And he's like, fuck. And they leave. And Lyle notices the melted hole in the ceiling. And the, the liquid still on the yeah. bottom. And he's like, what's that all about? <laughs> so now we go back to Lex's. Now it's Lex's again. Dad. <laughs> Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of. There you go. <laughs> and uh, at Lex's, Lionel finds Lex moving back into the mansion. And uh, Lex is telling him, you know, that they can leave the TV, but everything else Everything's needs to go. go. Lex asks how long he has been able to see, and Lionel admits that his vision came back for a few weeks. Uh, he's like, yeah, and uh, it looks like here uh, you, you spent quite the fiction, uh, you know, about how you got your eyesight back. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, everybody loves a good story, Lex. Uh, stock also went up five points. He's mm-hmm. like, you fucking piece of shit. And yeah. Lionel admits... Uh, he's like, listen, Lex, I want to offer your company back in exchange for keeping quiet about Lucas. Um, and Lex agrees with the condition that Lucas is now under Lex's protection. Lionel tells Lex that Lucas is a sociopath and will never be the brother he wants. And Lex says, well, I wonder which side of the family tree he got that from. His mom. Bitch. <laughs> uh, and so now we're back at the Talon. Clark goes oh, back sorry. to the town to explain why he left his shift. And Lana says, I'm not mad. You make it really hard for people to be mad at you when you let them down because you end up saving somebody's life or some shit. Um, but I do have to fire you. And Clark says, you know what? I understand. I get it. I must have the shortest career in coffee. And Lana says, ah, 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 not so fast. Don't let's not forget my, my four hour stint down at the fucking beanery. <sighs> and now we're back at the Kent's. Lex goes back to the Kent farm to get the rest of his things. He tells Clark that he is keeping Lucas safe. And Lex and Clark talk about his complicated family. Clark says, as long as I live, I don't think I'm ever going to understand your family. Lex says, neither will I. But just remember, my father may try and rule the world, but yours will inherit the earth. I almost said the future. (laughs) The end. The end. Speaking of inheritance... Let's inherit a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. That's right. At the $5 tier, you can have access to every episode we make ad free and have your name listed in the credits of every video. At $10, you'll be able to get access to our all new exclusive shows right here on patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. Those include Hopefully Weekly, a weekly show where Maggie and I catch up on all the things that's happened over the past week, both in our life and in the world around us. Family Game Night, a weekly show where Maggie and I will play a variety of board games from blockbuster party game all the way to Fast and the Furious heist game, whatever that is. How a heist. The Hopefully Awesome movie commentary that we'll do once a month where Maggie and I will watch one of our favorite films and then record us talking about it over it. Kind of like a mix between Mystery Science Theater 3000 and, uh, you know, just us goofing off and talking about nothing related to the film. And lastly, Matt plus Maggie. This is our monthly show where Maggie and I talk about our relationship. I don't think we'll be giving any advice, but hey... Tune in. It'll be fun. And if you want to go above and beyond at the $25 level, not only do you get everything that we've just talked about, but you also get a verbal shout out as our Patreon producer of the entire month. All this and more. So sign up at patreon.com slash hopefully awesome today. Thank you for that word, Matt and Maggie. We will be sure and do those things that you talked about. They were so good. Uh, so now it's time to get into the countdown, countdown to, to Billy. Yeah. 56 weeks until Heck Billy yeah, arrives. yeah, Billy. This has <laughs> been the, the countdown, countdown to Billy. All right. Uh, so Maggie, let me ask you. Prodigal. How, how are you feeling about this episode? I really liked it. It was a banger? Yeah, I think it was a banger. Straight banger. Straight. Straight up bang, bang. 
bang. Yeah, like put that. the bang bang into my heart. The bang, like the bang energy drink. Ah, Eric Boss. Um, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I like this one. Uh, Lucas, I'm glad that that came back. Yeah, uh, I believe and I could be wrong, but I believe we never hear from Lucas again. Like I'm pretty sure this is the last time Lucas is ever brought up. I could be wrong. I may just be forgetting something. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's the last time we hear about him. Um, and then, uh, honestly, you know, the Clark Lana stuff, it's weird that Lana was so like, okay with him, like showing up the next morning. Like, you know, she's like, Oh yeah, I get a pot of coffee going, you know? Um, and yet like the night before, like he was making out with Chloe and she's like, you know, we'll never be friends again or whatever. Yeah, she's a little bit too friendly for that. And also, I'm pretty sure that breaks, uh, like, uh, laws about work. Like, because if she, she closed and then opened, like, you can't, I believe you can't work. You have to have at least, like, 12 hours off or something like that. No. For teenagers. Oh, for teenagers? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Like, it's got, it's something. Like, I don't know. I forget exactly what the rules are. Um and I mean, you gotta imagine it's early, like before school. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Uh, any other thoughts you had about this episode? Mm. Uh, no, not really. Well, then let's get into our freak of the week. Major funky. All right. Uh, freak of the week this week is Lucas Luther uh, with the power of being a huge fucking cock. Right. So current ranking, uh, number one, Red Clark. Number two, Ryan Frowny Face. Number three, Red Pete and Chloe. Number four, Kyla. Number five, Whitney. Number six, Sheriff Ethan. Number seven, Eat Randy. <laughs> number eight, Heat Causing Horn Dog. Number nine, Bill Goldberg. Number ten, Nixon Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. Number eleven, Jitters Two. Number twelve, Mamma Mia. Number thirteen, Life Sucking Corn Dog. <laughs> Bringing up the ass, Byron at number twenty-three. Uh, Maggie, oh, where, where are we feeling, Lucas Luther? Mm. I was worried when we first started season two that our freak of the week ranking would not be as funny as our first freak of the week ranking. Mm-hmm. I think we've nailed it this year. Like just the he he life sucking corn dog, uh, you know Bill Goldberg. I mean these are classics. I would put Lucas either as the new number five or the new number six. So you think he's either above Sheriff Ethan mm-hmm. or also above Whitney? Yeah. I disagree. Oh. I actually think he should be below Sheriff Ethan. Because uh, I think he's better than Randy. Yeah. Uh, but he it felt like he didn't have much agency. Like he was just getting mm. pulled one way or the other. Yeah, like that it was is really true. Like or Lex pulling yeah. strings, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I never really knew like exactly where he was going yeah you know and like i feel like they were trying to be all twisty mm. but like it really just looked like lucas had no idea what the lucas had no clue what yeah. he was, he doing, was just yeah. a dick <laughs> you know and like randy is like a better i guess character i guess in the way that he at least had agency yeah but like he also fucking sucks yeah. <laughs> and so like i don't want him below randy yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so what do you think I agree. So you made new, some good points. Thank you. So the new number seven will be Lucas. Lucas Scott. All right, Maggie. Stefan. Let's, let's read it off. Oh yeah. Now let's, <laughs> let's call him Stefan. 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 Yeah, it's Stefan. All right. Number one, Red Clark. Number two, Ryan. Frowny face. Number three, Red Pete and Chloe. Number four, Kyla. Number five, Whitney. Number six, Sheriff Ethan. Number seven, Stefan. Number eight, Eat Randy. Number nine, Heat Causing Horn Dog. Number ten, Bill Goldberg. Number eleven, Nixon Park Two, Electric Boogaloo. Number twelve, Jitters Two. Number thirteen, Mamma Mia. Number fourteen, Life Sucking Corn Dog. And number twenty-three. Freaking Byron. 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 Always. Always and forever. Byron. Byron's here for you. Byron. 
All right, now let's talk about no flats, no tides. Did they break the rule this week, mm. Maggie? Did they break the rule this week? No. He got shot. Yeah, but I thought he, this oh wait, was no, no, he flight. dunked. He dunked. That was uh, a bit. But but they say Michael Jordan was flying when he would dunk. <laughs> Air Jordan, his royal airness. Uh, but but we had this conversation when, when the robbery happened. Insurrection. Did, yeah. Okay. Did he, he used his legs, his leg muscles? Yeah. Yeah. So you say this is just leg muscles. This is like a micro super jump. Yeah. Like it's it's more of a, a super uh, hop. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the lowest form of jumping? I, I guess. Or would you say skipping? Mm, uh, no. Skipping is not really a jump. It is, but it's a moving... Well, I mean, he... So you don't think this is like a super skip? You think it's super hop? Super hop. Okay. I'll give you that. I think I think you're about right. All right, now let's talk about some DC references. Part of a bigger universe, you just don't know it yet. If you become part of a bigger universe, you just don't know it yet. All right, everybody, here we go. The title is a reference to the biblical narration of the prodigal son. In it, a man has two sons, the younger of which demands his inheritance before his father dies and spends it quickly and wastefully. He shamefully returns home, but the father greets him with open arms, absolving him of all of his actions. The older brother is resentful that all his loyalty goes unnoticed and jealous and jealous uh, at his father's preferential treatment. Clear parallels can be drawn from the story and the three Luthers with Lucas suddenly return, returning and Lionel's acceptance of him and rejection of Lex. There you go. Uh, while previous episodes had shown Lionel to be ruthless, dishonest, unscrupulous, and not above blackmail to achieve his goals, Dirk's mysterious death, which Clark suspects but never proves was carried out at Lionel's orders, is the earliest indication to the audience uh, that Lionel is also capable of cold-blooded murder. Lionel had previous had personally killed a man in insurgents, but that was killing in the defense of another person's life, so it wasn't necessarily set up. Uh, Lex says, "So the prodigal son returns." A sentence that <laughs> okay, this is a stretch. A sentence that is also used in Superman the Animated Series by Darkseid as he taunts Superman for being brainwashed into thinking he is Darkseid's son and has returned for revenge. Wow. Uh, yeah, the prodigal son returns. Like, that's that's used, that's a fucking Twister reference. If it's a Superman the Animated Series reference, it's also a Twister reference, right? <laughs> Billy! Billy! Meg, uh, where'd you get all this beef, Meg? Oh, did you see my cows outside? No. no. Oh, oh. Oh, you slide all your own cows. Wow, Meg. Wow. What? You. And there is... Uh, honey, him, listen. him in that movie, guys. Honey, listen. All, all these stories they're telling you about, that was actually, that wasn't me. That was another Bill. All right? A red Bill. And I killed him. You killed him. It's the extreme. The extreme. We should do a Twister podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> Next up, uh, Lucas Luther is the child that Rachel Dunleavy gave up for adoption and mistook Clark for in lineage. Since Clark's, Clark's rose is still in the rubbish bin without any signs of wilting, this episode probably takes place the day after the events of Rush. After she fires him, Lana reminds Clark that she too was hired from or was fired from the beanery uh, after one day, which occurred in the episode Hothead. Lana refers to her amended partnership agreement, which no longer allows for her immediate dismissal, which occurred in heat. In this episode, Lucas is mentioned as being 18 years old. However, according to Lineage, Metropolis United Charities was founded in 1989, only 13 years before. Lex says, Lucas, I am your brother. An intentional misquote of Star Wars. Is it? Is it? Is it intentional? Is it? I mean, I'd say it's a reference. I wouldn't say it's intentionally misquoting Star Wars. Uh, yeah. So, do you think that's a that's a continuity error, or do you think that like that it's alluding to Lionel being more underhanded than we think? 
I think Lionel's more underhanded than we think. I think it's a continuity error. <laughs> I think they just weren't paying attention. Uh, all right. Next up, let's get into the town mix. Remy Zero! Hey, I like these guys. Yeah. Remy Zero! So we got a few. We got China by Mystica. Don't Tempt Me by the Contes. Burn Baby Burn by Ash. Home Sweet Alabama by Lizzie. Gentle Healing by Sounds from the Ground. Like a Dream by Morphic Field. Shooting Star by Darren Falcone. When It's All Over by Janelle Sadler. And Fight Test by the Flaming Lips. Flaming Lips. Not, not, not too many uh, bangers on this, to be honest. Can't really think of like when any of these songs played, to be honest. Uh, next week... Season 2, episode 16. I'm double-checking the update of the number. Yeah, episode 16, titled Fever Maggie, based solely on the title. What do you think the plot of next week's episode is? You give me fever. What is that? That's a song. Old you song. You got the fever. Bum, bum, when you bum. touch me, fever all through the night. I don't know what that is. Is it like... Prince or something. Uh, well, it's Madonna. Uh, it's see, her cover of it. See. Yeah, it's my. Prince. It's an old. It's an old song though. Yeah, surely yeah. there's another song with fever. Uh, but ooh, do you song, think that I could get some chicken, chicken? Maybe just a little finger, sticky, sticky. Got the fever for the flavorful. The. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> in that song, fever. Yeah, yeah. It's all about sexual tension for somebody else but also fever means you're sick <laughs> so wait so is it there's sexual tension between two sick people is that, <laughs> no is it is it that movie uh the fault in our stars no it's not you're saying next week's episode is the fault in our stars no i'm not i'm just saying that there's two different meanings to this well then which word. one is it maggie I don't know, Matt. Well, that's I've never what, that's watched Smallville before. That's the fun of it. You have to pick. You have to guess what the plot is. Remember, you nailed it last week. Yeah, I did, because it was pretty obvious. Wasn't? I think so. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, I think... I'll be wrong. I think it's some sexual tension between some people's... <laughs> sexual feelings. He's got a fever. Wow. I'm so sorry. So attractive. I was trying really hard to not do that, and it just happened. And I'm really sorry, everybody. Hey, speaking of being sorry, I'm sorry that this is the end of the episode. <laughs> we ah. made it. That's right. Another another short one for you guys. Uh, and by short, I mean normal length. <laughs> We didn't drone on for about an extra 45 minutes about God knows what. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think there's a, a running theme here that every time it's a banger, we spend less time on it because there's not a lot to make fun of. Uh, you know, it's just it's straight bangers, man. I love it. And honestly, the rest of the season is bangers. So I mean, are we just going to have banger episodes for the rest of the year? I don't know. Who can say? Really? Not me. Not me. Uh, so yeah, this is going back to Smallville for those who are joining us for the first time. Thank you for sticking all the way till the end. We greatly appreciate you. Remember, if you would like to get this show ad free and early, you can head over to patreon.com slash hopefully awesome, where not only can you get those exclusive contents, you can get another exclusive content such as, uh, our weekly, uh, board game show, family game night, or our monthly movie commentary show that we do. Uh, and many, many other things. But if you have no bucks to toss away, it's totally fine. Uh, a simple like, subscribe, share, uh, and a review on your favorite podcast network would greatly help us uh, and uh, help the, uh, the the gods of the algorithm. algorithm thank you uh, to be able to push us out to more and more people. So that's it. We'll see you next week for Fever. Be sure and do your homework. Thanks for watching. And as always, have a hopefully awesome day. Bye.